Hey guys, Brian Jodas here with Pick Up the Six Podcast. I have a new sponsor to tell you about today. We're thrilled to introduce you to Amino Vital. Amino Vital's mission is to provide the highest quality of amino acid-based nutritional products to all athletes aspiring to improve their conditioning and performance. The BCAAs, glutamine, and arginine help replenish the body's muscles proteins and it gets you a jump start on the recovery process. I've been using Amino Vital since last fall, got introduced to them, and I definitely see a positive impact from their action and recovery products. It helps me get rid of some of those, you know, aches and pains after a tough workout. So hit up amino-vital.com, use the code PUT and the number 6, PUT6 at checkout to save 20% just like that or click the link here on the show page and use that code to save some cash today. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. That's from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verse 21. This is episode two of our two-part special, the story of picking up the six through the lens of Simon, a man thrust into an incredible moment in time. Yesterday, we heard from Father James Hamill, and we talked about Simon, who he was, the little that we know about him and how his act years ago should inspire us still today. Well, today we hear from a pair of high-impact men who now share an incredible bond after bringing that scene to life in an upcoming film. Rob Renzi and Dom Rosso join the show to talk about acting side-by-side as Jesus and Simon on this episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast. My brothers, uh... Man, I am on fire for this one. Excited to do it and grateful to see and hear from you both. So welcome to Pick Up the Six Podcast. Good to be here, brother. Honored to be here with you guys. You know, we uh, have been tracking, man. You guys, obviously, Rob and I have been friends for almost over probably 25 years at this point. Mm -hmm. Grew up together, went to high school together. His older brother, Ronnie, and I, best of friends. And just have had the blessing of knowing Rob and his family for a long time. And obviously have just watched his journey, which includes taking on the role of Jesus Christ in an upcoming film called Eucharistic Miracles. And we'll get a little bit more into that. So that's just the path there. Dom, obviously just have known you and just seen your work for a long time. Dom's retired Navy SEAL, uh, incredible American warrior. uh, And just so just grateful guys to be able to do this. We spend time together, the three of us with a group of other Catholic men and get to just share about the journey that we're on. But what we wanted to do over these two days, and we started it yesterday with our dear friend, Father Hamill, was take some time and lean in on this story. And, you know, we're thinking about as we are here for us as Christians and Catholic Christians in this Lenten journey, these incredibly important days around Easter, what transpires on Holy Thursday, Good Friday, that sets the stage for the Super Bowl of our faith, right? Easter Sunday. And in that, I'm thinking about these moments and just I can't help but think about that moment of picking up the six, which is Simon of Cyrene. And it just so happens that you two men are now bonded for life in having brought that scene physically to life in this upcoming film. Rob playing Jesus, Dom brought in all the way from Virginia to L.A. to play Simon. And so we're going to just talk about that shared experience today. So, Rob, do you mind just, man, piecing together how you guys get together on this thing and how you, I mean, cause it's a project in the works, right? You've been working this thing for a long time. Yeah. How does this all kind of give, give us the genesis of this film. And then, you know, how, how you guys get connected to make this thing happen. 
Yeah, well, the genesis of the film started probably going on almost two and a half years ago. Our producer, Ray uh, Grijalba, and our, our director, Angelo Labuti, uh, they started it um, based on Eucharistic miracles that were founded by uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis. Um, Ray had been studying it, and he has a podcast called The Joy of Faith on YouTube. Angelo has seen that, saw that podcast, was blown away by these miracles, yeah. and then reached out to him. Angelo had been in the business as a storyboard artist for several years, like 20 years, and he was looking to, to really get into directing and obviously doing a film uh, that he could you know, give back to God. He was working a lot of secular stuff for a long time. He reached out to Ray. They didn't know each other. He pitched Ray this idea for a movie, and that was the wheel started turning on that. Um, I knew Angelo. I jumped in. And, you know, he had asked me to play Christ. And then it was just from there, getting the money, getting the casting and, and, and doing yeah. all that. So uh, so with that said, my relationship with Dom is um, I actually, you know, I found Dom on, on Instagram. In, in a sense, I think, you know, the algorithm there was showing me a lot of Catholic stuff, obviously what I'm viewing. And I, I came across his page probably three, three years now, Dom, or something some in that ballpark. Uh, it was before I, we had obviously developed a relationship before the, the, the film. And, uh, yeah, I'd seen his page and, you know, I think we all can attest to, you know, wanting to surround ourselves with, you know, masculine Catholic and Christian men who have like the same sort of moral code and, uh, lit and truly live it. I could tell, you know, that he, he was. And so I followed him and I think I just started bugging him a lot on, you know, the DMS <laughs> and, uh, at the time I was actually doing these little videos, these little, you know, my own little short form podcast type mm -hmm. videos uh, just trying to be creative and uh, I'll send them to him. I'll send them to him. And then I think I finally got to follow back. And then we just started developing relationship and he loved them. He's like, he's incredible. And then fast forward, you know, we got a small group briefly with some, some top notch Catholic guys, Andy from carry the cross, Jordan mm -hmm. from do the harder thing. Pierce from uh, Catholic guardians. We started our own little group through messaging and stuff like that. And just sort of built from there. And then, you know, me and Dom, you know, just started to remain friends and, and, and everything like that. And uh, so fast forward, uh, you know, this movie uh, had its challenges. Uh, it seemed yeah. like every scene as we were, we were approaching every scene and that's movie making in general, but obviously a, a Catholic film on the Eucharist, you're going to get some attacks. And uh, man, we were getting ready to shoot. Obviously the um, scourging, carrying the cross crucifixion scene over two days. We had a Simon, we had a Simon drop out. The guy we thought was going to, couldn't do it. I, th I think this is a week out. Yeah. About. It's pretty close, I, right? And yeah. yeah. And I was with Angelo and we were, I remember we were specifically at this uh, prop place in, in California and, and we were just talking, looking, getting props and, and doing all the uh, pre-production stuff. And I, and I was like, you know, I got a, a buddy of mine, you know, and Dom had a beard just like that, you know, yeah. um, he'd be a perfect go, fit. He has a he'd good be a look. perfect fit. I go, he has a good look to him. Um, I don't know how much acting experience he has, I think, but he's been on sets and he has an intensity to him that I think will fit, you know, for this. And I showed Angelo the pictures and immediately, goes, bro, bro. I called him right then and there. I called him right then and there in the prop place. Or I texted him or something. Yeah. And he, you hit me right back or we've got on the horn and Dom goes, brother, I'm going to pray on it. I'll call, I'll be, I'll call you right back. It's okay. And I think literally you got with your family and, and prayed on it. And then yep. 
And then from there, he's like, I'm in. And so, which is super cool, basically, the first time we ever met in person was, was under the that. cross. Yeah. yeah, was under the cross. It's incredible. You know, shout out to our friends at Carry the Cross. We're both rocking yeah. Carry the Cross bills yeah. today. Had to yeah. on yep. this day. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's that it's that leap of faith, right? It's just being open to those moments and, and building real relationship. And, you know, look, the internet brings us a lot of temptations and a lot of things in life that we don't need. But gentlemen, I've found that it can it can bring some real relationship here, which is spurred to this. Dom, as, as this request comes in, right? And you're you're a faithful guy. You wear that on your sleeve. You're not scared to put on the armor and show it for everybody to see. And I think you do that as a way to to show men, masculine men, it's it's okay to lean into the faith component here. I'm going to ask you a little bit about that later as we wrap. But when Rob makes that call, man, and says, "Listen, I need you. Can you come play this guy? Can you get out to L.A.?" You know, what were you thinking? How did that, how did that go down? Well, first of all, I'm feeling a little left out because I don't have a carry the cross hat. <laughs> uh, I feel like this would have been the perfect uh, meeting to do that. But, you know, when Rob called me and I literally did just that, you know, trying to take things to prayer as much as possible, you know, Rob, which is a man that I respect, I love, you know, the things that he's putting out, uh, just the beauty that's coming from his heart, you know, really hit me. And, and of course, the Eucharist itself is something that's been growing in my life of understanding what it truly is. Mm. So this whole journey to the altar, to this, this beautiful sacrifice that has been uh, misunderstood and, and not understood in so many different ways, not only by myself, but our culture, there's been this kind of growing. And when I first saw the Eucharistic Miracles movie, I actually didn't even know Rob was involved. I had no clue. I did not have a single yeah. idea you guys were even connected. I was like, that is going to be something that's going to change the world. As soon as I saw it, I was like, it can't not. When you speak the truth, the truth is set on fire and there's nothing that's going to stop that film. It's going to save people. It's going to bring people to Christ. It's going to save souls. I know that with all my heart. So that was the instinct that I had. Mm. So then watching the connection over the, the months as it progressed and then seeing Rob, I'm like, well, of course Rob's involved. You know, this is uh, this is going to change the world. So when I got that phone call and it was probably just like everything else in our lives at the most inconvenient time possible with uh, all kinds of stuff going on in my life and changes and, and uh, you know, shifts in, in what I'm doing with my family. I literally looked at the phone and I was like, babe, I, like, I got to pray. I walked her in the bedroom. As soon as I got off the phone, I got down on my knees and I was like, Lord, what are you asking me to do here? You know, I was like, what, what are you asking me to do? And I just had this, this voice and this feeling and, and, you know, my wife telling me, I was like, we can't, I can't say no to this. This isn't mm. like, no, wasn't even something that came into my mind. It was just, how do I make it work? And I was like, I have to do this. I was like, I can't say no. Just as Christ asked and made that, that stories for us. That story had to be yeah. written. Yeah. That stories for every single man in the world, just like every other piece of scripture. But this specifically, what we're talking about today, it was for our lives. It's for our heart. And so when I when I had Rob, which was playing Jesus, ask me to help carry the cross. How do you say no? To That's, that? right. Uh, That's right. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty literal, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So to do anything else would have been uh, just an odd, it would have put a hole in my heart for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so I had to say yes. And I, I called Rob back. I said, I'm in. I was like, I don't know how I'm getting there, what I'm doing, what's, what's going on, but I'm going to make it work. And I'm going to adapt just like I always do. 
and I'm going to figure it out. And uh, there was a fire inside of me that said, I have to do this. And that became my number one priority, knowing how awesome it was going to be. And then to see it in hindsight, I mean, it's still mind blowing. Like yeah. I can't even yeah. fully put in the words exactly uh, the beauty that came from this. So that was kind of the spark of it and that phone call. And, uh, you know, here we are today, just after some amazing growth, brotherhood, mm. accountability, and all the things that we know we need, uh, Rob and I have shared. And, and we know we're just getting started on that. So it's yeah. been awesome. The trailer for that film is on this show page. We'll share it in the show notes. Watch the entire trailer, but then lean in at the one minute and 50 second mark, and you will see these two. You'll get a little sneak peek of what it's going to look like, the intensity on your faces yeah. is incredible. We'll get, we'll get to that in a moment, Rob, at this point, right. When Dom's coming in, you guys are getting ready to film what are critical moments. And just to really set the stage, essentially what you, you're doing for this film is you're recreating these live action moments that then pair with this movie that tracks with these Eucharistic miracles. Very quickly, Eucharistic miracle are the times in life in which that Eucharist, that bread, that host, that wine has proven, Right to miraculously transform and actually bleed and have human cells. That has happened over time, right? And that's well-charted, and this movie's going to document that. But what you guys mm -hmm. were tasked with as this film crew is to reenact a lot of these moments. So you've got Peter, and you've got John, and you've got other disciples, and you're walking on water, and you're breaking bread at the Last Supper. And inevitably, you are to be stripped, beaten, crucified, and killed in the film, right? Mm -hmm. So you bring a lot of folks in to bring together what's a pretty big effort to film those incredibly powerful scenes. Your brothers are a part of it, right? Yeah. Ricky comes in, Ronnie comes in, those guys play Roman soldiers, born to play Roman centurions, those yeah. guys, right? Like, yeah. Perfect yeah. fit. Yeah. Right? yeah. So where are you guys mm -hmm. at in filming all this and set the stage for Dom comes in and then we've got to now film these incredibly powerful scenes. Yeah, so I mean, you 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 nailed it there with a lot. We so we we had once we got going, we had started in October of last year, yeah, twenty 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 one, and we were sort of hitting. We had started in October uh, with one of the scenes, and we were right in the November last supper hit another walking on water scene, end of November, early December, and so this was like we i mean it was weekend after weekend maybe a weekend off here of just pushing and we were yeah. pushing and like i said because like you got to get it done you got to get it done um there's a lot going on you know we have a, a small it was a small budget film yeah and listen this um, footage and filming these scenes is critical to help raise some money to help finish this thing off you need to show yeah. people what this looks like yeah exactly we 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 needed to get the live action going we had filmed sort of the 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 investigation portion of it where Ray investigates these Eucharistic miracles and, mm -hmm. and he speaks with the scientists and the doctors and, uh, and, and priests and theologians who have all, you know, who, who've studied these um, miracles. And so this was the, the live action that inter interweaves with all that. And like I said, we were flowing pretty hard and we were, we were long days and, and like, we were all, you know, we're a bunch of scrappy fighters and we were like, we, let's get There's it done. Into, yeah. Every problem that you could think of what's happening, what's happening. We were just finding our way through it, finding a way through it. So, and for me, I can say like, obviously the role of Christ has been the honor of my life. It's been a grace. That changed I, your life. Changed it. It changed, my, changed it. Um, I, and, and so obviously every role, every time I step into his, his sandals, you know, uh, has been, I take it, I take it very seriously and I, 
I'm devoted to it. But there's something I think about the the passion, right? There, yep. I think there's something about the passion that I know I, I've had a devotion to um, the passion of the Christ and 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 the suffering that He went through. That was just like in the back of my head. I'd say waiting on it, and so here here it came and leading up to it. And um, I think having Dom come out was um, it was a relief. It was mm. a relief to me because I knew, like we hadn't met met physically or personally, but I knew that I had somebody that was going to suffer with me, basically yeah. the best way I could say it. Um, you know, I, as an actor, I was trying my best to allow myself physically to, to feel some pain um, leading up to this. And I'd been fasting. I dropped about 30 pounds and uh, all those little things, you know, a pinprick, a pinprick of what obviously the Christ yeah. went through, no, nothing, uh, you know, but yeah, you have to a little bit. And and so here we were, you know, leading up to it, two long days of shooting that I knew were, were going to be, you know, pretty brutal. And my brother's in town and and Dom showed up and it was everything that, that we thought he was ready to go. He was, he was focused. Uh, he, he helped out a lot on, on, on some of the production crew uh, aspects of it. And um, yeah, we, we, it was just one of those things he, where, where what's interesting is because I was, I remember we shot the crucifixion twice. So we, this was the first time we ended up having to reshoot it a few months later. But I remember Dom was looking at me like, you fat, you fasting today. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It was just I like, too. me too. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, and Dom, what kind like, of, uh, what kind of, um, me getting like any acting coach here? Like, you know, what are they telling you <laughs> to get you prepared for this? It seems like you're pretty dialed in. Like you got a sense as to what you got to do here. You know, this role, because I mean, you know, look, we've, we've seen it. We, we've studied it. We've been to multiple stations of the cross. We know about this moment, but to drop into it, what's the mindset, right? What's the, what's the guidance dropping into a moment like this? I think it's the scripture, you know, don't worry about what you're going to say. You'll, you'll have the right words when the time comes and it's just trusting God with every bit of that. And that's exactly what I did. And I mean, more and more we're called to right in every aspect of our lives, but um, we're, we're else should I be trusting God more in a moment where I get to, you know, honor the passion in, in a, in a micro spot in a micro moment, I get to do that with Rob and uh, all these beautiful people on set, you know? So for me, it just wasn't something that bothered me. I was just ready for it, you know, and obviously God prepares us for everything that we're getting ready to go through. And I knew that it was exactly where I needed to be. I was at the perfect place and i I was on fire. When I tell you, when I got on that set, when I saw Rob, like there, I was just, my heart was in the game. You know, the spirit was yeah. working through me. Mm. I just, I felt everything, the people that I was meeting, the conversations we were having about, you know, we were talking about God the whole time. Yeah. You know? So like when you, when you're learning from each other and you're watching each other and you see these, these other amazing people that are showing up with that, with that spirit in them, it just changes you, you know? And uh, that's why I just didn't worry about it. I was with these amazing professionals that, you know, not only from a professional standpoint, but also a spiritual standpoint, you put those two together and it just, uh, that's it. I just wasn't. Yeah. What did, what did you think? Mind did it hit you? Like when you saw, you see Rob sort of, I mean, he's in like when he's in costume, right? The hair, all the stuff. I mean, at, at one point, I mean, they have you outfitted with really what we can only depict is about as realistic as it would have been from the, sh the shroud of Torin, right? I mean, you look at most crucifixes, he's got a spear in the side and some busted up knees. And 
crowned, and that's about it. But really, it would have been absolutely brutal. Passion of the Christ style, which I think depicts it about as as brutal as it's going to get. Dom, you we, see, right? Rob, tell us, tell we, us what, we what actually, the setup looks we like. We actually did the wound. Our wounds were, we pulled that from the shroud. Wow. So we looked at the shroud. Angela, our director, we got a great prosthetics guy, Peter Murphy, who mm -hmm. came on fantastic. Good, good Catholic guy too. And he looked at the shroud. And so every wound we try to mimic from the wow. shroud. So that was, that's where we got it from. Yeah. Dom, when you see that, right, come into reality, just what, what's your, what's your mind, heart thinking? Well, I, I don't know if I should lead up to it or, or reverse, you know, the story, but the the summit of of this moment of understanding this and how real it feels and what we're doing there and why we're there, you know, we're in a mass. And and that was one of the other beautiful things about this. We did multiple masses throughout mm, yeah. the set, right? And Rob and I are are in mass, you know, the most beautiful place we could possibly be on this earth. And he has just done up with everything that they just did. And not only that, we're in front of the Shroud of Turin that's in front of us in, in this. Uh, uh, the chapel on the property. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm getting ready to receive the Eucharist and, and I'm in tears. I mean, you're, yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, what is happening right now? Like the Lord has put me right here and how blessed are all of us to be a part of this moment. And you know, we're called to imitate Christ in every single bit of what we can understand scripturally. And when it comes to the passion and what that led up to, you know, in mass, what do we say? You know, through your through your cross and resurrection, you set us free. Yeah. You set us free. That's real freedom. The walk to that cross and Christ's resurrection is everything of understanding our freedom as men. And to be there in that very moment of understanding the suffering that Christ went through and even to get a glimpse in a kind of another layer of that, it does something to you. There's no coming back from that once you mm. understand it. And uh, to be there with Rob and, and seeing the intensity and realism every, of everything, it just gives you the visual. It gives you another layer uh, to know like this is real. This is not something that was made up. This is, this is my life. This is what we're called to. Um, and that was just the summit of that right there, being on Rob on my knees, just being like, what's happening right now, you know? Yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not just, here's what I'm hearing from you guys. You're not just acting and going through the movement and the motions you are physically, mentally, and most importantly, spiritually connected to this in a way yeah. that honestly is probably hard to describe if you haven't, right. You guys have been through it. And even Ronnie calls me afterwards. He's like, I can't even explain to you what this is like. And how dialed in these guys were yeah. doing this. Rob, talk me yeah. through talk me through the scene. <laughs> right? How's the scene layout? So yeah, man, I it's interesting. So we'd filmed the, the scourging the day before. And so um the second day we, we showed up and this was the day, you know, it was on, Don was on. And so we do a few of this a few of the takes and a few of the scenes where I'm still carrying it myself. I'm obviously heavily wounded at this point, uh, you know, suffering tremendously who Christ is. Um, and so just to, just a caveat, um, the cross we used was probably about 350 pounds. This wasn't hollowed out, right. hollowed out. So, real you know, which some crosses were, you know, on some sets, this was, you know, um, two railroad tires that, that we connected and it was every ounce of as heavy as you could be, which, 
is the way I think we we we, we prefer. That's the way you guys would want wanted it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was a scene. We just uh, we were set up. I'd been doing some takes, and Dom was. You could see Dom getting himself to a place. You, you know, I think the hardest probably part of his character was, you know. Uh, which I'm, I'll have to go back and, and listen to Father, but I'm sure he mentions is uh, Simon. He didn't have pity on Christ. <laughs> you know, yeah. he didn't want to carry it. Yeah, there's uh, some. There's some. Yeah. There's like. There's a few. I did a little reading too, right? There's a few that's a maybe because he's a disciple. The right, but odds are, it's like no, I don't want any part of this. Like I, what? I'm just yeah. I'm passing through. Well, he, he was from. He was from Cyrene, so he wasn't. You know, he wasn't a Jew. He was a Gentile. Right. And so um, he had come in and, 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 you know, the way we shot it was uh, he was very much like, no, this was a, this was a condemned man. Yeah. Good. Well, let him go. You know, going to crucifixion. I, right. I, yeah. Let him go. I'm just trying to pass through with my kids. I want no part of that. Right. So that might, I think for Dom, you know, as someone who like, no, Lord, but like, put it on me. He's developed his faith to a point where he's mm -hmm. he's willing to, to to bear his cross now. It's like that's probably one of the, hard, the hardest parts. Is oh yeah, you're like going to sprint out there and grab it from him, right? It's like you can't, you know, you know, you have to deny him at, at first, and he's sort of forced into it by the soldiers. Um, mm -hmm. But it was like leading up to it, we didn't we had talked a little bit, but we didn't say much. You know, I didn't. It was sort of like a look. You know, I was sort of in it too, and I could see him preparing and, and, and preparing himself mm. and angelo gave us our notes and then and, 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 you know it was action and 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 you know i fall and yeah they push him and grab him and, and the crowd and everything like that and he played it really really well and and then after that yeah it was just um one of those moments you know at that point dom's now bearing the weight of the cross and i'm on dom so he's carrying the cross and my weight in these scenes Yep. And I just remember a few times when we were, when we were during action and I'm, you know, obviously suffering uh, my character and, and, and trying to find it and get there, just looking over at him and just seeing that he was there, you know, there looking at it. And we just would share some moments. And if you look at that trailer, you'll see it in one of them. Yeah. It's so one of my favorite moments is, you know, the, I, I, I purposely almost, put my head towards him right yep. to, to, yep. to, to, to comfort me in those moments yep. is what Christ yep. wanted. Um, You've got your arm around just, him. I almost uh, even see in the trailer, like a little yeah. tap, like a little tap, like a. Yeah. And, and um, when you see Dom's eyes, I, I think it says everything. I think every actor will tell you it was there. He, he was, he was becoming transformed and um, uh, yeah. And, you know, I think also it's important to note that Ronnie and Ricky were hitting us for real. We were putting for real. Them in soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. You guys really, I mean, you really put it together in a way in which you wanted some, you wanted it to feel real and, and raw and like that. The day, the yeah. day, the day a Navy SEAL helps Christ well, cross is pretty incredible. I'll say something kind of funny real quick. And, uh, um, that I think people will enjoy. And, and Dom, I know he'll, he'll he and especially this, but, our especially our audience too. Yeah, because he is a seal and he's so he's so darn tough. So we start mistake, <laughs> I think, and he's you know I get thrown down. They grab him, they go help him carry it. I cut, and then we set up with it. You know, starting to carry, and Ronnie and Ricky are whipping him, or Ricky's I mean whipping him, not holding him back, and Dom is just <laughs> it. You know, we go through and then like Angela's like cut cut cut. 
beautiful, beautiful. He's like, nah, listen, Dolph, <laughs> um, this is supposed to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, so act you like know? it hurts. Yeah, yeah, act like you're not supposed to be. Because he's so tough and the seals in him and right. this light. And, right. and you want to, you want to take it for Christ, but it's like, sure. remember, you're Simon, you're not the right. Navy SEAL. You're it's the Serenian who's hurt. just, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, but you get moments like it because it's so much, it's so much weight to this and it's, yeah. it's so, uh, it's a lot going on that there were these little moments during very serious stuff where you get a little little le- levity sure. and you sure. needed it. it was you need beautiful. It. Yeah. it put and then it puts you back right to where you need to be and we kept going. But I I we talked about that that time it was it was just beautiful. It was funny, you know. And then after that he, he started. So, so, the, so the so the Renzi yeah, brothers slowly. got a few in on you, Ross. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, with guys with vowels at the end of our names, it's okay. Yeah, I, exactly. It's okay, to, it's okay to do that, Dom. Listen, man, you've performed uh, at the highest level on behalf of our nation, right? Been asked to do things that a lot of Americans wouldn't be asked to do. And we're grateful, internally grateful for that and your ability to do that. There, there's some kind of similarities, I, I, I would assume, to the to dropping in in a special operator mode and sort of dropping in and performing this. Were, were you leaning in on any of that experience, right? Past experience in the military to kind of get ready for this thing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, especially the, the the physical aspect, definitely. Because, like Rob said, this this was no joke. I mean, it wasn't, and we we did want it that way because we're going in to to tell the story, the best story, the most beautiful story ever told, and without suffering, it wouldn't even feel right, you know. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> I think mentally, yeah, of course, I always talk about mindset. I always talk about improving the way we're thinking about things, the way we approach things. But this story of conversion in that short moment and and like you just brought up that there's so little talked about Simon, you know, sometimes when, when you said that out loud and often when I've reflected on this, it reminded me of Joseph a little bit Mm. where there's not much written about this, this humble, quiet man that just follows the will of God. And Rob's hit the nail on the head when he said, the most difficult part of this is you rejecting in a sense, Christ at the moment where they're asking, carry the cross. And at first, that's exactly the reaction that I had. I'm like, man, I don't like, how am I going to convey this with authenticity to be able to say, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't want any part of that because every part to me, every part of me wants to die for Christ. But I think the important part of that conversion is the same exact conversion that we have as men. And I'm speaking for myself because how many times did I deny Christ not wanting to get under my own crosses. Still to this day, the difficulty that we have, not wanting to get out on our own crosses. And we are reluctant. We think we're all gun ho but yet when it comes down, down to it, in front of the world, in front of an audience, in front of everything that's going on in front of us that the world wants us to be, we reject and we deny and we don't want to be a part of it. And that was a beautiful thing for me to recognize, not only in Simon, because it did change my life. I would say Simon and, and Joseph, 100% of the two men in the Bible that really, really forged my heart to, mm-hmm. to true conviction and about how we do do that. Um, but getting in that moment and suffering with Rob and feeling the weight of that cross um, and knowing, like we said, it was like a pinprick. It was like a little piece of sand on the world compared to what actually happened. But just to get to experience that, uh, it created a, a humility in me that I've never had before. Mm. I got to see things from a different angle, you know, and 
while everything else prepared me for it, there's really nothing else like it, you know? And, and that's why a lot of tough guys out there that, that think, Oh, well, you did that. So you were a team guy and, and you were a seal. So you can do that like anybody else. And, and now that my faith has increased by the grace of God, I start to realize that this is more impactful. Our faith and the disciplines in our faith prepare you for more than I was ever exposed to in the military, as a SEAL, as a man. Mm. Um, and a lot of what I've done through the church and through the sacraments, it doesn't compare. And I've talked about that a lot. It doesn't compare to what I went through. So I believe that our faith prepares you more for what I did than than what you know I did in the military. So yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, an amazing parallel. And obviously the three of us, right? St. Joseph just, I mean, <laughs> you know, the epitome of sort of male role model, silent, silent, but active, silent, but active. And I, I you know, I, I often say like, if you could go back in one time and meet you know, three people, whatever one, he might be number one on the list. I mean, to go back in time, Right. And meet that guy. I just, man, I would love to drop in. I'd love to drop in when Jesus is like eight or nine. Yeah. He's raising them. I just, man, I would love yeah. to, as a father, right. I just love to yeah. drop in and see that. But the thing about the parallel between him and then obviously Simon later, I also wondered, do you guys, and cause I think about this just hearing you talk. And I wonder if you've thought about it, what does Simon do after this? Like, you know, does he think much of it? Does it have an impact on him? Right. Does he carry it with him later? It, eventually, if all the disciples are killed, except for John the Beloved later, right? He's the only one that dies of old age, I think. Rob, you can check me on that? Yep. That means Alexander and Rufus go too, right? Yeah. It's interesting yeah. when you think about that stuff, right, Rob? Yeah. Because we know that, we know, you know, through scripture, obviously we get, we get, we get, we get what we get out of the scripture in the story, but we have sacred tradition, obviously, as, as Catholics too. We have, um, we, we pulled a lot. I think as Gibson did in the passion from um, blessed Anne uh, Emmerich, uh, the Dolores passion. And in there, there's a lot of information mm. on, on Simon as well. And we do know that he's transformed by the time they got to Calvary at, at, the, at the top, that he's a different man. It didn't take Jesus long. Once you <laughs> accept the cross right. and follow him, it doesn't take him long to transform you. And I think that's really the story here. And that's why I think we're all, we're all talking about it. Here's a cross that we don't want. Here's an inconvenient cross. And it, it bears the most fruit when we accept it. And the physical act of carrying it spiritually changed Simon, yeah. you know, and, uh, and that was a beautiful parallel. What just sort of wrapped in uh, full circle with Dom is I said, yeah, maybe one of the hardest parts for him were, was the denial. But I tell you this. You should have watched when we got to the top of Calvary. Wait till you see that scene when he can't let go, when he can't turn away, when he, when when now all you want is to die for him. And just that short little cross. I'll tell you this. Get ready for that scene because he knew what he was doing there, mm. you know, and it was beautiful to watch. And we had to put Ricky and Ronnie on him for that scene because <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie said, I said, how was it? He goes, I had to put hands on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, you know, God bless all the other Roman soldiers. But when we were like, okay, I remember looking at Dom. I think I was, I was pretty much wrapped at this point. We had done the scenes. And so we're like, okay, we're going to transfer the cross up. And there's this huge hill to transfer it up. And everyone, everyone you guys have, I mean, the, the set is, the setting is incredible. 
where you filmed. And I've been I've been fortunate enough to see some behind the scenes stuff that you've sent me. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Looks. That's a real. I mean, that's a real testament to Angelo. Real testament. He mm. he outdid himself on set design, location scouting. He, pour, he pours his heart. Uh, and soul uh, into it. Oh, unbelievable! So we found a really great place in um, the Santiago Retreat Center down in Silverado, California. But um, and gorgeous. But um, I, I remember, you know, I had wrapped. We'd done all the scenes with me and, and Dom, and we're like, okay, now we gotta we gotta film him. You know, not wanting to leave. You know, Christ and. And we were talking about it. I was looking at Dom. I was like, I go, yeah, just imagine, you know, imagine if you were here, you were here with Christ and it was actually you they picked and now they want you to leave. Like, how would you? And I'll never forget. He just looked right up, right up at me. He goes, I'll have to kill me. And he put his head down. He's like, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to kill me. That's it. And we were like, oh, he, okay, let's get action. He, he's ready, you know? And then we go to transfer the cross and he goes, uh-uh. And uh, Dom was like, I, I need to let me carry it, you know. And he put it, he, he carried it up the, the rest of the hill, this steep hill. Felt some pain. He had to feel that suffering a little bit. We set up. Ron and Ricky were ready in action. And it ended up being really beautiful to watch, touching. And uh, I think we did it in one take, Dom. Yeah, that scene. You know, it's, it's and, and so uh, it was beautiful, man. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Dom, from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, when I think about being under the cross, you know, and, and you obviously we prayed on Simon's conversion and what happened there and really trying to visualize what did he go through, everything that he felt, the emotion uh, in a short period of time through Calvary of, of the reluctancy and, and being like, oh my goodness, this is this could be the end for me. I'm getting wrapped up into this thing that I had nothing to do with. And then sharing and touching the blood of Christ and walking with Christ and bearing the weight that he bared. And, it, and in his last and final moments, when he was crippled as a man in his physical form, you know, you're coming in there to, to bear that weight for him. Right. And so I'm getting goosebumps right now. Cause like this whole journey through those steps, every step Simon is just changing his heart and realizing what he's been missing and realizing who he is now and realizing where he's been called and everything is making sense. And uh, I felt every bit of that. And, and, you know, of course I have the, the seal and tactical part of me that's, that's calculating how I could just take every single person out under the cross. Bob that guy's leg off and, and just right. around. but I also am bringing the time into this of being like, you know, he, he wasn't a warrior. He was a guy that just got pulled into this thing. This wasn't his profession. He was with his children. And in a sense, just becoming this passionate brawler at the end, being like, now you're not going to pull me away. Mm. Now I know my calling. I was confused. I was lost. Mm. But I just shared with, with Christ under the cross. And now I know who I am. And I bear that weight. And now you're going to have to kill me to take me out of here. And uh, as soon as that scene ends in the Bible, we don't hear anything else. That's you it. Know, we, don't, we don't get to understand where else he went, but God gave us just enough to know. Just enough to know. It doesn't take many words in the Bible to know that he was a changed man from going, mm -hmm. not wanting to do it, from doing it. And uh, I just tried to put myself in that mode. And, and it wasn't hard to do because of how amazing and how just connected uh, I was in that moment with Rob, you know, looking over at Rob. 
I mean, they're whipping, they're whipping us. I mean, it's not, yeah. you know, like it was all very real. I mean, there was some that it was like, it, it put me in fight mode. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Not to get out yeah. of this. Yeah. And so at the end there, I truly did feel like I didn't want to leave that mountain. I didn't mm. want to leave that top of, of where it was, you know, Rob was on the ground, you know, just beaten down. Everybody's over him, kicking him, you know, kicking sand in his face, uh, still whipping him. And then, and then we got separated. It was, uh, it was like this pull, you know what I mean? That I didn't even want to happen, but right. here we are at the cross. Now Christ is getting pulled this way and I'm mm -hmm. getting pulled this way. And uh, it was this kind of like dark separation of, I know this is inevitable, uh, but this is, this is part of what needs to happen. And I just had to do everything I could not to, you know, make it real. You know, I had to like play the game and, and kind of let go a little bit of uh, what was actually happening to not, you know, to get too caught up. But um, yeah, it, it was a true conversion mm -hmm. as well as the conversion of Simon. And, you know, it was just a beautiful, you couldn't have been in a different spot. I mean, we were up there at sunset, you know, with everything going on and, and uh, literally at the top of the mountain where, yeah. where you know, you got the other two other crosses in the ground yeah. and you're staring at this big gap of where we're getting ready to yeah. walk. And I'm being pulled away from knowing that that's it. That's the end of my scene. And, and Simon as well, he, that's it. He's it's over. So his life changing after that, you know, you hear stories about his son, potentially there's another uh, Alexander later, which they can only really connect it with him becoming a bishop, I believe uh, after the fact. And so, you know, it makes sense that that would be the case that he made such an impact that his children and everybody else converted with him because he wow. knew. Yeah. So, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a great point. Guys, mm -hmm. just what an absolute gift and a blessing to be able to do this with you on today of all days, right? This Good Friday as yeah. we really, you know, go into this just powerful weekend. It, it, you know, um, Easter has changed for me in a big, big way over the last four or five years, really. It's always been important, right? Raised Catholic. Never, never let feel I was, you know, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. We have a lot of conversations. And I, just, I was actually just texting him. I said, I just, I'm so grateful for you and mom for just setting the example. I felt like I never left. I'm just, I'm, I'm very good. And that's not the same for everybody. It's just my perspective. I was just thanking him. But then I think about just being around guys like you and just growing and maturing in the faith and just, boy, man, the last four or five Easter and Lent's. I've just, yeah. we got to pour it in and just to hear your story, the way that you guys poured it in on that day. And, and it's not lost me. And this is how God works. Our audience knows this. We talked about many God moments here. We don't talk faith at this level on every episode. I'm so grateful to do it. It's not lost on me that you had somebody lined up to play this that fell through and you had to call on somebody. I mean, it, it's just the, the, the parallels, man, yeah. you can't make this stuff up, Rob. It's just, it is no. it's as he would have orchestrated that, that there's no coincidence. It's when God no, takes I, action and chooses to remain anonymous about the results in this one. He's letting us know it was him, but I mean, yeah, I call him, I call him wink, winks and nudges I, mm. on this film. I, keep, I I've been like, we get a lot of winks and nudges from him. And, and that's yeah. that, you know, those God moments that you just know it's not coincidence or this and that you're like, okay, he's, he's still working. He's in control. All right, great. He's still blessing this film, you know. So that was one of those moments with Dom and and, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. We still need some help though. So before we go, gents, Rob, can you just where are we at? Our listeners are going to feel moved after this. And after these last two days, right? Father Hamlin yeah. yesterday, incredibly so grateful for him to sort of mm -hmm. really give us some 
biblical sense, right? And unpack a little bit, these guys sharing their shared experience, where are we at with the film? Give, give us the, what I call the data dump, right? Where can people get more info? What can they do to help you in the process? Yeah, our, our website is uh, Eucharistic Miracles. So plural, Eucharistic Miracles movie.com. Uh, if you go there, you can you can see all, all the behind the scenes and what we're working on. There's a lot of info there. We finished the, the live action. Um, and so we need money for post-production. You know, we this, this film is just going to be so epic. Again, we're going into the Eucharist. We're going to transubstantiation. We're going to show it in a 3D animation style. What happens at the mass? You know, yeah, incredible. And, 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 yeah. And so we, we filmed the blue screen. Anyway, editing, it's a lot of money. Right. And you in a movie can be made or made or broken in, in the editing room. So uh, we need to raise some money for that. Uh, and, and we will. We're confident, you know, God won't be outdone. And so there you can check it out if you want to help or donate um, at, at that website. You can on on Instagram, Eucharistic Miracles movie, too. And the movie actually it, it will be called The New Mana. Um, mm -hmm. That's our that's our that's our title uh, for when we release it. So if you. You go on YouTube too. You you said you posted the the link in the in, yep. the, in there, so that's good. But if you go, you type in the new mana trailer or anything on YouTube, you'll you'll find a bunch of stuff there too. Awesome, gentlemen, I love you both. I'm so grateful yeah. for your dedication to do this together. I wish you nothing but a great Easter weekend here. And uh, man, I've just been. It's, it's a good one. I'm almost a little yeah. lost at the end here. That's rare for me to kind of be that way. <laughs> well, Dice, I'm uh, grateful for letting us jump on here and speaking about this, man. It's been a, it's been something that uh, obviously we'll never forget. And, you know, like anything, when you, when you suffer with somebody, it unites you to, mm. to, uh, you know, to another level on it. And I'm, and I'm, I'm just grateful for Dom and uh, for coming out and bearing that cross with me. It was an unforgettable, unforgettable moment. Awesome, man. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right. John, what do you think, man? Wrap it up for us. Yeah, I appreciate both of you guys so much. And, you know, you said it, you know, that it's changed. And I think in the hearts of men, especially with how we're leading our children, mm -hmm. that we have to make this season different. It's the most important time of the year for us. And out of all the things that the world tries to teach us and tell us and all the secular stuff that's going on, no matter who you are listening to this, I encourage you guys to dig deep. This is our season to train. This is our season to forge. This is our season to understand what God's truly calling you to do, to form our will to his. And if we don't do it now more than all year, when will you? God bless you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I love it. Guys, beautiful. Have a great Good Friday. Have just a powerful and uh, yeah. meaningful Easter. And I just greatly appreciate it, gents. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you got you. it. That's Dom Rosso and Rob Renzi. I'm Brian Jodis. That's been this episode of Pick Up a Six Podcast. <laughs>